He was the voice of James Bond and the composer of some of the most romantic scores we have ever heard. He's gone but not forgotten. We'll be listening to the music of John Barry, this time on Frame Tracks. John Barry was actually born uh, John Barry Pendergrast in York, England in 1933. Uh, He grew up uh, around movies in northern England. Uh, His father was a projectionist during the silent movie era, and eventually uh, he owned a chain of movie theaters across uh, northern England. And Barry often would go and uh, watch movies, and he would bring in a pen and paper and, uh, you know, write down notes of what worked and what did not work in the film. His love of movies and his love of music eventually got him noticed by the EMI Record Company in 1959. His work there caught the eye of the producers of a brand new James Bond film called Dr. No. The producers were very unhappy with uh, a theme that they had been given for James Bond uh, by the composer Monty Norman. Barry took uh, some elements from what Monty had written and uh, created what we now know as the James Bond theme. Uh, This would uh, haunt Barry for his entire career because Monty Norman is actually credited for writing the James Bond theme and actually said that he was the composer where uh, Barry um, has, you know, his entire life said that he actually composed the song. And if you listen to that song, uh, the James Bond theme, the famous, you know, guitar riff James Bond theme, you do hear a lot of, uh, of, of what I like to call Barryisms. you know, the repetitive nature of the song uh, and, you know, slight coolness. When the next James Bond movie came up, uh, From Russia With Love, the producers actually hired a a composer named Lionel Bart, but they were very unhappy with uh, the music that he began turning in, and uh, producers remembered that uh, the James Bond theme that they enjoyed so much from Dr. No, and they went ahead and hired John Barry to do the score. Uh, Barry would go on to do over 12 of the James Bond movies, and uh, definitely gave James Bond uh, a heart and soul and, uh, and, and some, you know, excellent direction. It'd be an interesting study in music, uh, you know, the James Bond movies, and I'm a big Bond fan, uh, but the movies are quite corny and quite dated. But Barry's scores for the films really give it a very epic and um, more action-adventure feel. Let's not waste any time. From the film, From Russia With Love, the second James Bond film, this is 007.
you thought you were going to hear the uh, James Bond theme. Well, uh, I don't want to jump into that uh, battle as to who uh, actually composed that song, uh, but Monty Norman is uh, credited, so um, we'll just leave it at that. Also, I do hope one day to do a uh, Frame Tracks episode on James Bond, so I don't want to spend too much time uh, on the Barry James Bond scores, but again, it's very difficult to talk about John Barry and not talk about James Bond. So um, let's do another one. Uh, my favorite of the John Barry James Bond themes uh, quite easily is from one of the lesser known films, uh, a, a movie called uh, On Her Majesty's Secret Service from 1969. Uh, this is the one that uh, was the first time without Sean Connery. It had uh, George Lazerby in it. Uh, he was only James Bond for one film. And um, apparently it wasn't a great success. But it did have uh, Kojak as um, uh, Telly Savalas uh, as um, uh, the main villain, uh, Spectre. And uh, it was, um, it, I thought it was a really well-made film. And of course, a well-done score. So from the 1969 film, this is On Her Majesty's Secret Service. care about James Bond, you say. So what else has this John Barry guy done? Well, uh, John Barry, outside of the uh, James Bond scores, he did uh, over a hundred movie scores uh, from Beat Girl in 1960 all the way to his final film, which was Enigma in 2001. We'll go ahead and do our trivia question for this episode. Uh, John Barry was actually scored to do another movie uh, after Enigma, but he turned it down. And uh, actually, him turning it down was very famous because it opened the door for another composer. So what film was John Barry originally hired for but turned down? And um, he would never uh, score again, actually. 
of those hundred films that uh, John Barry did, there's a, just a remarkable quality of work from 1992's Chaplin, Born Free, Out of Africa, uh, and the 1976 King Kong. Barry also dabbled uh, very briefly in science fiction. Generally, he stayed away from that. Uh, but he did a few uh, science fiction-y films. One of them, uh, one of my favorites, uh, it was the 1979 film uh, from the Walt Disney Company called The Black Hole. Now, let's not uh, kid ourselves. The Black Hole is a terrible film, and uh, I can't recommend it. But uh, for you know, a 10- to 12-year-old kid at the time, uh, it was great. Uh, it, it, the movie was... was the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, except set in space. Um, and it was, a, it was a very dark movie, which I enjoyed. And, uh, you know, it, again, not a great film by today's standards, but uh, it, it fit for me. And, of course, uh, there was a wonderful score by John Barry. And it was one of the early uh, scores that I ever uh, bought myself and owned and listened to endlessly. So let's listen to a track from that. From 1979's Disney film The Black Hole, this is Zero Gravity.
Over his long and uh, illustrious career, uh, John Barry actually uh, won five Academy Awards, uh, two for the film uh, Born Free in 1966, one for The Lion in Winter in 68, one for Out of Africa in 85, and one for this next film, uh, which uh, it was rightfully uh, given to him. It was a fantastic score for, uh, believe it or not, a Kevin Costner film. Kevin Costner, you say? Well, he used to be quite the thespian before his Waterworld days. And uh, in 1990, he actually starred and uh, was credited for directing a film about a Civil War soldier who uh, goes out west to escape the war and uh, ends up befriending a tribe of Indians. Uh, the film, of course, is Dances with Wolves. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's, a, it's actually a, a really wonderful film, even in its uh, director's there was a, like a four and a half hour director's cut release, and it's actually uh, you know doesn't feel like that long of a movie. It's actually a great film, and uh, a good chunk of that goes to credit of that goes to uh, John Barry's wonderful score. So from the Academy Award winning score in 1990, this is uh, a Journey to the Buffalo Killing Grounds from Dances with Wolves.
I just really love the simplicity of John Barry's work. I mean, he he's a master at taking some very, very, uh, uh, very simple themes and turning them into something very beautiful and something romantic. Uh, and the Dances with Wolves score, you know, was uh, the peak of his career, in my opinion. I think he was at his the top of his game at that time. And uh, like I said, he rightfully uh, rightfully won the Academy Award that year. Um, let's continue in that vein because it was such a great score. Uh, also from Dances with Wolves. This is the John Dunbar theme. the things that makes a, a composer or a score composer so great uh, especially like John Barry is the ability to adapt uh, you know the, the style and feel as you know while keeping their signature theme uh, John Barry did that very well from you know the, the different types of films that he did like The Black Hole and Dances with Wolves and this next film um, which was uh, the best picture winner in 1969 even though it uh, received an X rating at the time. Uh, the film uh, stars John Voight and Dustin Hoffman and is called uh, Midnight Cowboy. And it uh, again shows how John Barry was able to modify his orchestrations and his uh, arrangements to um, you know meet the feel of the film, but also he still kept that uh, romantic epic um, uh, signature trademark that that he is so well known for. So, from the 1969 film, this is Midnight Cowboy. Thank you. 
rarely does a movie composer get to work with a, a chorus. A lot of directors, you know, shy away in studios, shy away from it because, uh, you know, generally once the chorus kicks in, unless it's used in just the, the right way, uh, it can come off a little bit of corny and, and, and you know, a little too overpowering. Uh, but, you know, uh, some composers get to, 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 to do it. Uh, Howard Shore did it beautifully with uh, the uh, Lord of the Rings films. Uh, John Williams was able to, uh, you know, bring it in for um, the some of the prequel films of the Star Wars. And uh, John Barry actually did dabble in it as well uh, from the 1968 film uh, starring Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn, The Lion in Winter. Uh, he actually did it so well that he won an Academy Award. Uh, one of his five. So uh, from that film, 1968's Lion in Winter, this is the main theme. John Barry not only composed uh, a lot of the scores to those James Bond films, the early ones, but he also composed some of the songs that were used uh, at the very beginning, the trademark themes that, uh, you know, went on to, to be, you know, number one songs on the on the pop charts as well. Some of the great ones, of course, uh, the Goldfinger, uh, Thunderball, and uh, the, the Man with the Golden Gun. And in 1971, uh, this is one's one of my favorites, uh, from Diamonds Are Forever, uh, sung by uh, Shirley Bassey. Uh, the, the music, of course, is uh, dated because it was the 70s, and uh, you know the, he, he was composing for the time and using the popular uh, sounds at the time to try and, and you know, make the, the soundtrack more hip. Uh, but still in my opinion the orchestration is is wonderful and uh, it's really a fun song so from uh, that 1971 james bond film this is diamonds are forever diamonds are forever they are all i need to please me they can Stimulate to tease me They won't leave in the night I've no fear that they might desert me 
diamonds are forever Hold one up and then caress it Touch it, stroke it and undress it I can see every part versatility uh, once again uh, you know showing that John Barry wasn't just all uh, you know loving romantic themes uh, let's go all the way back to 1965 for a film I've never heard of before called King Rat starring George Segal uh, was a World War II film uh, John Barry of course did the score and uh, composed a, a really fun uh, march uh, which doesn't really seem right up his alley so but uh, you know it, it did a great job of course so from that 1965 film, this is The March of the King Rat.
let's get to that trivia question answer now. The uh, I asked earlier, what film uh, was John Barry offered uh, that uh, would have been his final film if he had taken the job? Uh, the answer is the 2004 Pixar Disney film, The Incredibles. Uh, John Barry was offered it because uh, the director, Brad Bird, wanted um, to, to you know, have that old classic James Bondian sound. And so he went to John Barry for it. Uh, John Barry, though, late in the game, decided that he did not want to revisit that sound and he did not want to, to do those type of uh, themes again. So he bailed on the project. Uh, Brad Bird then turned to um, a great composer, Michael Giacchino, and asked him if he could, you know, channel the John Barry sound and 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 creating the score for the film. And Giacchino did uh, a fantastic job and uh, was you know heavily praised for that and went on to be a phenomenal composer, uh, uh, composing uh, you know the. TV show Lost, as well as Alias, as well as um, the Star Trek films. Um, he's doing um, the new, uh, he did Cloverfield. He's doing the new Super 8 film for J.J. Abrams. So uh, he just went on, it really launched his career. Uh, but wouldn't that have been great if uh, that film, uh, if John Barry had done it? And, uh, it, you know, it would have been John Barry's final movie. As it is, uh, John Barry's last movie was a film uh, starring uh, Kate Winslet, uh, directed by Michael Apted from 2001. It was a British movie, uh, which I have never heard of before, called Enigma. So I can't speak much to the film, uh, but uh, I do, of course, you know, have parts of the score. And, uh, you know, I, I play it now for a, a couple of reasons. One is uh, to, to pay tribute to the man. Uh, he, you know, his, his remarkable work and his remarkable um, talent will uh, live on forever. Uh, even though he is gone and it's a fitting song uh, it's a very uh, romantic song so I, I tip my hat to the man and, and play this one for him but also it's nice because it's uh, not only was it the last piece of uh, work that he did but it was also um, you know very well mixed and uh, it's it, you know a lot of Barry's work that is famous is from the 60s and 70s and the, the you know mixing techniques at the time were of course not as advanced so it's nice to hear uh, his work uh, um, handled so so uh, lovingly. Uh, so from uh, that 2001 film, this is Enigma.
as usual, if there's anything uh, you like that you hear on the, the show today, please uh, buy it. Uh, look it up. A lot of the John Barry scores are available, especially the Bond ones, uh, as well as the Black Hole. I know it is because I just bought it not too long ago. Uh, so, it's a, a, you, know, you know, definitely if you hear some things that you like, uh, get it. Dancing with Wolves would also be great. Um, and some of the compilations would be awesome as well. But like I said, uh, you know, look out for um, uh, recreations of the of the themes. A lot of the Bond ones uh, compilations are done by uh, different orchestras. They've been remixed and redone, and they're not nearly um, the quality that um, you know the originals were. So you know, make sure you're getting the original themes when you when you buy those things. Also, if you have any uh, questions or comments, uh, you're welcome to send them to me. Uh, you can email me at info at frametracks.com. And, of course, go to uh, frametracks.com to uh, keep updated on uh, you know, score news as well as uh, these podcasts. You can also um, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcasts on the site there. As I usually do, I'd like to end the show by playing uh, my favorite piece from uh, uh, this episode's composer, uh, which is John Barry. And uh, I'll admit, I struggled with this one for quite some time because of the old Bond films and, uh, you know, the Dance with Wolves was up there. And I really, I really struggled with it for a while. And then I finally sat down and, and you know, once I, I was calm, I was able to decide that, um, honestly, I have to go back to that cheesy uh, 1979 Disney film. Uh, the Black Hole. And the reason for that is, uh, you know, again, I was 10 years old at the time. Uh, my first, uh, I began collecting scores in 1977 with uh, John Williams' Star Wars. Uh, two years later, by 79, I, I had expanded my John Williams collection, but that was pretty much it. I had I'd gotten Close Encounters and Jaws, uh, but I hadn't I hadn't really explored other composers. And uh, after seeing The Black Hole, I remember I you know, rushed right out and bought on vinyl the, the score. And it was my first non-John uh, Williams score, uh, I, you know, I didn't take too much of a leap, obviously, going from, you know, John Williams to John Barry, uh, both science fiction scores at the time. Uh, but, you know, at least I was expanding. And for a 10-year-old, it wasn't, a, wasn't too bad. Uh, and so, you know, I, that that score does have a, a special place in my heart. And, and when I hear it today, um, you know, it, it just takes me back to that. So uh, I have to say that that, that that film and that score really, um, you know, really is my favorite. Uh, John Barry's work. So this is going to take us to the end of the show. And as always, uh, thank you for listening. And I hope you look forward to uh, some more episodes. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely have some coming. So to wrap us up from the 1979 film, The Black Hole, this is Overture.
If you enjoyed listening to Frame Tracks, please log in and leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to email me questions, requests, or comments to info at frametracks.com. That's F-R-A-M-E-T-R-A-X. And please support these great composers by purchasing their music. Until next time, this is Frame Tracks.